Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to another episode of Recharge Wrestling. We are uh, happy to be here because WWE is awesome at the moment. I'm here with my friends, Keeney and Fisher. Hello, guys. Hey. Colleagues, but yeah, thanks. Colleagues, that's it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's good to have um, all three of us on at the moment because I think we're all excited to talk about it, which is great, you know. Yeah, yeah we were missing Keeney last week and we have a special guest in Casper the Ghost with us this week. Yeah, my camera <laughs> broke earlier. Um, so that was a bit, of, bit of a nuisance, but actually, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I apologise <laughs> for my Pat McAfee gear again. It's thirty degrees still uh, when we're recording this, so I, I, I'm rocking the vest tonight. Yeah, um, but before we get into this, please give us a like and subscribe on the YouTube. If you're listening to this on the podcast, please search us Recharge Wrestling. If you want to follow us on Twitter, where we post everything out, include another wrestling news at Recharge Wrestle. Um, yeah, it really encourages us if you get involved. So tonight we're going to go through WWE's uh, recap and review. And we're going to start at the top with SmackDown, unless Fax Fisher has any specialist news. No, I don't. I was just going to mention that obviously our AEW podcast, we were going to do an actual podcast, but we're not going to do that now tonight. So I will be back with a video, special video um, I'll record tomorrow. So it'll probably go up on the same day as Fisher this, carries AEW on his back. And, I do. Uh, it does. <laughs> It's I'm quite doing, light at the I'm moment. Doing what, AW, uh, so. I'm doing what... Uh, He's basically John Moxley. Right I was going to say, who, who do I compare <laughs> myself to? But yeah, I was going to say John Moxley's probably the appropriate mm. person. Yeah. Um, but I will have a full review of three AEW shows tomorrow because there was an extra one this week as well with Ooh. Battle of the Belts happening at the weekend. Look forward so. to a two-hour solo Fisher special. Oh, yeah, it was... i tell you what, I watched it all. This morning. I think I watched all three shows this morning as well. It was a bit mad. Let's hope no one from your work one. listens to this. Um, <laughs> no, no, it was before. To be fair, two of them were before. Because they're so short. Two of them were before anyway. And there one... is a massive plug there for Fisher's solo show. So I think we should be charging you uh, advertising rights here. And a little uh, plug for Fisher's work as well. Got a nice little wrench. Anyway, let's, 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 let's get, let's get Fisher's work. Oh, yeah, figures work. Right, yeah. So, yeah, let's start with, um, start with SmackDown. Yeah, let's, let's get into SmackDown. We'll open a shop around me. I'll um, tell you what, though. I, I, I'm loving WWE in a moment, but I don't really know if I was that keen on how this started. All I saw was about 20, 20 different angles of Corbin being low-blowed. I found it funny yeah. about three, and then I was like, 
this is just going on a little bit too long now. I was like, as if it had gone a bit wrong. Um, it, it did, yeah, and it it was um it was it was weird. It was a weird way to start a show, but it's it's it was different. I mean, how often do you see? I I I am just. I, I'm just an advocate for everything they do. They can't really miss with it at the moment. And what we got out of this was a little backstage segment, and then it led to a ricochet Happy Corbin match, which feels fairly fresh. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, fresh. Yeah, it was a bit obviously, different. Obviously, wrestled before, haven't they? But it, it's it's a bit of a different match, and it, it was yeah. I mean, it's a good match. They match up quite well in ring, don't they, with Ricochet's style and Corbin's uh, style as well. Um, and obviously Ricochet got the win with his 450 splash. Um, as uh, Corbin kind of was still getting involved with McAfee on comms. So I don't know whether that's going to continue. One thing I did um, mention about this, I noted down, was the fact that I was expecting this. I'm still in old WWE mode. I thought this was going to be a two-minute match. But mm. this went for, what, 10 minutes? Maybe more? Mm. And it was actually really good. Yeah, both wrestlers showing off. Um, you mentioned commentary, but one thing that did make me laugh in the Pat McAfee video section, when he said, the millions, and then he got Michael <laughs> Cole to say it, and he was like, millions! <laughs> it made me laugh. And it, it really shows that Michael Cole's properly coming out of his shell now. Oh, um, yeah. He's, which he's I know a, a lot time. of people have mentioned that. We've mentioned that on the pod. He's actually really letting go now isn't he he hasn't got Vince in his ear telling him what to do and he's got Pat at his side I think he's really enjoying his job but it's showing in, in what he's saying and I'm enjoying him as well yeah I, yeah, I, I'd agree yeah just a word on that match he doesn't really say anything but um, yeah I agree it, it was unusual to see a match like this go so long like you're just used to these mid card like, matches going five minutes on Smackdown and ending in a DQ or a roll up and it's nice to see wrestling taking over particularly on SmackDown on Raw you used to get a lot of a three hour show you need to fill it with wrestling like they didn't have much choice but uh, on SmackDown in particular I've seen stats of how much I remember mentioning it on the pod once like there was like 17 minutes on, on the whole show of wrestling once or something I feel like we're getting 17 minute matches now um, like one match you know like a main event or an opener and then you might get a couple of smaller matches in the middle which is fine but yeah much more wrestling um going on in the shows and this match was really really good good um clash of styles wasn't it yeah and if if you like wrestling uh then we got a lot of it in a big old gauntlet match um to yes. decide the number one contender for clash at the castle for Liv morgan's uh belt uh so wwe do this a lot these gauntlet matches but they always seem to deliver and there's always someone who is a bit like the workhorse, as, as Fisher disappears. There is the workhorse of, of the uh, match uh, who doesn't tend to win it, though. And that was Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, sorry, is it Rodriguez or Gonzalez? I can't remember. Rodriguez now, isn't it? Is it Rodriguez now? Yeah, I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. remember which one it was. Um, but yeah, I thought she was really good. And I don't know about you guys, when they announced who was in it, I thought... Or I hoped Shayna Baszler was going to win. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we got. So what, what did you guys make of this gauntlet match? I, I agree. I wanted Shayna to win out of the people, particularly out of the people announced. I had a funny feeling they were going to pull a, pull a surprise at the end. And Charlotte was going to come out unannounced and beat Shayna or something like that. That's what I thought was going to happen. I'm glad it didn't. Um, because I thought that obviously Charlotte's been rumoured to come back. She was rumoured to come back for SummerSlam. Hasn't. 
didn't come back here. Uh, and I thought, you know, right, they're doing a women's gauntlet match. They're going to have all these people and then they're just going to have Charlotte. And I, under Vince McMahon, that probably would have happened. Yeah. But Triple H is a big Shayna Vaser fan. We know that. Her pushing NXT, how she was booked there. So it actually made a lot of sense that Shayna won it. And I was glad she did. Um, I think it was... The gauntlet match wasn't that exciting. Um, there were a couple of criticisms I had of it, which Shotzi was eliminated so fast when she came out. And they she had a win last week against Aaliyah. And I thought, oh, maybe they're building her up a little bit. And then they just completely undone that by shitting all over her hair, really. Um, after Raquel had wrestled like three matches already, and then she beat her in seconds. And I was like, that's a bit silly. Um, so there was a little bit about that. Like, Zia Lee was just complete afterthought as well. But I know you can't put everyone strong in a gauntlet match, but um, it did feel like it was only really Raquel and Shayna, which I know they're Triple H Even people. Shayna, but... I wouldn't say... Look, no, I'm a little it? bit more critical of this. I am a Shayna Baszler fan. My my critique is Shayna Baszler has been losing a lot in like tag teams, hasn't looked great, hasn't been doing much, and then suddenly she comes out of nowhere and beats Raquel, who's been absolutely smashing everybody. I think this is right the right decision. Um you also need someone for Liv to beat. Um which I think is important. Shayna's not it's not really gonna be damaging to her I mean it's it's a big spot for her really isn't it um, the only thing is she won by roll up uh, I know you kind of try and protect Raquel by doing that yeah I, but... I didn't see the need because Raquel had won four matches she I just think the she protection could have put is... her in a submission and she could have been yeah. so tired that, passed I mean, out I did, yeah did nothing, that would have been taken up in a way from her and it makes Shayna look like a worthy opponent whereas I, agree, just I do by agree with you you could have had a lead by roll up it it, anyone could have done um, and as you say that the fact that certain people got beaten so quickly um, I think they could have given it a little bit more time but overall yeah I'm pleased that we're getting something fresh and it's, it's obvious that Triple H is coming through here isn't it so one extra thing I think is cool about it um, is where the story could go from here as well with Ronda Rousey being suspended so Ronda being suspended She's going to come back at some point. And obviously her relationship, yeah. we've been saying about her relationship with Shayna, they should have Ronda Shayna feud or have them team or something. Ronda could come back here and either like help Shayna or be pissed off with Shayna that she didn't stick up for her and demand she comes back yeah. and took her spot, essentially. Took her spot, yeah. Um, I think that's a good so way of going think, about it. I think we could set up something down the line for that. Have we got I, Survivor I, Series coming up, Fish? Yeah. After Clash, I think it's the there. Next we week. go. Perfect. Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey. That is a that that's a perfect spot for that. Surely, maybe. Although most of it will be SmackDown versus Raw stuff. You would imagine, wouldn't you? Most of the time, but I think the odd one like that. Be a good I, I hope it's not that this year. I hope they do feuds contained within the shows as Survivor Series matches, which we show used to do all the time. And I can see. I mean, I've heard people speculating about speculating about it. It's a bit off topic, but um. Maybe they do war games because that's a Triple H NXT thing. Can you say? Can game. you say it properly? War games. There you go. There it is. I mean, our, our man Regal's not there anymore, but still love that impression that Fisher that's does. Fair. We don't yeah. need Regal when we've got Fisher. Well, yeah. Who, who needs Regal when you? But yeah, Kenny. Any more thoughts on that Ronda thing that I said? Any um, anything to add on that? Or yeah, I I I guess I did. I've I haven't forgotten about Ronda, but I didn't really think about her when it came to this but i think you're right i mean maybe yeah it's, it's a tough one i mean i guess it's what how how big a rain they want to give live and 
maybe you just bring Shane and Ronda and they have a feud and then but then they're, they're both hills I think it's more likely they team up to like yeah take I, down I actually Liv. think that as well could you not bring Ronda in here to put her in the match and it becomes a triple threat and this is how you get Liv to win because she pins Shane not not Ronda potentially because I also thought Charlotte might get a big star if coming anybody. to the UK again Mm. One one thing I did think as well, going off Keeney's point of them teaming, we got the announcement later on on the show of the women's tag tournament coming back. And yes. I just thought having Shayna and Rondo as a tag team in a tag division, you keep the title on Liv, you bring yeah, Ronda yeah. back and they team that. I mean, they're not going to win the tournament, obviously, but if a babyface team wins it, for example, which I think they probably will, maybe it could be Dakota and EA. Actually, it probably will be Dakota and EA, but anyway. You could have potential to make the tag division something if you had Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler in it. That could be a real statement. Definitely. So that's something you could consider down the line as well with that storyline. I'm really yeah, excited I'd, that they're I'd be up back. That. Yeah, well, let's look, go just go into that tag tournament because we got a first match on Raw we'll get into, but the brackets itself, I mean, all of the teams have kind of been together a bit like even Dana Brooke and Tamina have kind of been together a bit on 24-7 stuff um but I guess the the one surprising names in there was Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark now what did you guys make of those two being teamed up knowing that they're not really a team on NXT it's I think they're just bringing people that they believe could do well on the main roster like a bit of a trial, like they did with Champa and um I don't Gargano understand why it wasn't toxic attraction though. I don't understand that. That would have made more sense. That would have made more sense. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um no, I, I didn't even think of that, but it definitely would. It's Especially strange. as they lost their, their titles on on the you know last week's NXT. Yeah, to and Caden. It would have made sense to have them as a tri- if you're gonna unless, give the trials to any team, they would you make get sense. some twist here. It could be quite cool if you have them come to come out and toxic attraction beat them up and stop them, stop them coming, because that would straight mm. away put them over. But it could also build into a storyline on NXT from that you, if you wanted to do that. Yeah. Well, again, no. without jumping to NXT too much, Nikita and Zoe Stark both mentioned this tag tournament, which is something new because quite often NXT and main roster are quite separate and yeah, if if this, if, if, if this was in Vince's era he would have called them up you'd have seen them again they'd have been gone from NXT they'd change the gimmick they'd yeah. put a helmet and, on him and made him a bondage person like he'd be carrying crosses <laughs> do you know what I mean that, that's oh, you, what just ruined, you just ruined it there fish <laughs> no but I'm saying he just he, he changes gimmicks he changes names he changes music it would change yeah, everything whereas well, I don't think that's going to happen now is it yeah but regardless of, of any gimmick changes you wouldn't like have had I like it being the third yeah, the you, third brand. You wouldn't have had Zoe and Nikita discuss it on NXT. No, and but I think now you've got Shawn Michaels running NXT and uh, Triple H running running Raw. Yeah. Mm. They're going to be on the same page. Back to the third it, brand, you know? isn't it? That's what it is. That like that time where we had that amazing Survivor Series with the three brands. Yeah, I do wonder whether that's the best one. That's, some, that's, that's something trip trips could think about here. If he, wants, if, he wants, if he wants to get NXT, it'd make back, NXT get like go undefeated. Yeah, back, back it, it, like, NXT's beating everyone. Well, like Roman Reigns versus that almost happened, didn't it? <laughs> Roman Reigns NXT versus Tony D'Angelo. Everyone. I think yeah. we know who's winning. <laughs> Tony D. Uh, that was a little bit of a segue from SmackDown. That was a massive but... segue. I, I, if we stay, stick into the, did anyone else have anything to say on the 
women's tag tournament. Well, only when we actually get to the matches on Raw itself, but let's move back to SmackDown. Thank you, Fisher. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, speak. speak, speak. <laughs> Sorry, just look at the Fisher. His little Casper the Ghost camera made me laugh. <laughs> what, what I really enjoyed on this show was the Sami Zayn stuff, um, trying to sort of... Oh, we've really segwayed now. I was sticking with the women, but no, we can go to Sammy right. Zane. Right, it was just next to my Fisher's disappearing. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, let's go back to the women then quickly. Yeah, I just wanted on. to go. Sorry, I can, my camera's the... dodgy on this. No, yeah, really that's is. okay. It's, it's great. It's giving me some entertainment. Um, if you're on the podcast, Fisher's flicking in and out, and he's got a really blurry camera. Um, <laughs> yeah, go Due to a malfunction, we're, we're ever professional here. We, this was unavoidable. Um, so Liv Morgan comes out and starts her explanation of why she should still be champion, even though she tapped. I didn't like that anyway. I'd have rather a little bit more, not arrogance, because that's more of a heel trait, but at least confidence of I deserved it, I won. It is what it is. Then this shows how bad that decision was to have Liv tap out at the same time as, as uh, well, before Ronda yeah. um, had her shoulders down for the free count because the crowd have flipped. Within a week, she's gone from being probably one of the most over women in terms of time scale. She was so over so quickly. She's completely flipped that around now. She was getting booed. She was getting you tapped out chance. It shows how yeah. bad that decision was. I, I, I agree with you. Her. And I'm just hoping that this is a one-off and people forget about that one match. Because it was this was kind of soon after. I'm hoping that flips back around. But it was weird to get like re-Ronda chance, people chanting Ronda. I didn't expect that. Um, they were booing Ronda two weeks ago. Yeah, it, it's very strange. I know this we crowd, I did think, were a little bit weird odd, anyway. But... You could have had Ronda smash live in the face with a chair. Or, or something, so she... Or something like that, um, just to get away from the fact of someone pinning her. Terrible decision. Um, yeah, I mean, I I will defend the decision. I I I actually think I I still say it was the right call to do what they did. I'm I'm very surprised of how the crowd reacted. I did not see this reaction. Well, I know me and Fisher felt differently to you. So yeah, so I, I'm I'm. Do you not I, think it damages? Her, I will then? defend the decision. I think it does but i think i think the like i mentioned on the um whatever the pay-per-view was summer sound pod that i i think that she uh had to like four arm bars previously so her tapping eventually is i mean who who has ever had four arm bars from i'd have rather cheated just Man. it's just on a second defense you just can't I just don't think you can do that. It's too early. Yeah, but I, in, in terms of this crowd, I don't know whether, and again, maybe Fisher has a bigger insight, but I don't know whether this is just a one-off, like, random crowd or whether this is the general consensus to Liv Morgan now. Well, that's what I mean. I think we have to wait and see what happens because I thought this crowd was a little bit weird on this show in general at times. So I think we'll have to wait and see a little bit. Like, if it carries on, then it, it's proven that, that she was looked very hurt. She didn't. She she, she wasn't expect. She, she wasn't did expecting. not expect that. She looked angry actually, and I yeah. think she's probably annoyed at the decision they made. Uh, they didn't let her win. 
which is a bit of an insult on your second defence, in my opinion. Yeah, I've seen people like tweet about it from within WWE, which suggests to me that Liv was a bit upset about it. I wasn't well, expecting they it. They were, and she, you could tell she was thrown, and even um, Kayla Braxton next to her looked pretty annoyed. I think it was Kayla I might have seen tweet about it, actually. Um, yeah. It's saying, like, I can't Kayla, remember exactly what she said. Kayla had a face of, like, what's going on? She looked angry. It, it was a weird one. I don't think anyone in WWE was expecting that reaction, whether that's Triple H or Liv or Kayla. Like, n- no one in that instance expected what happened. And I didn't. I was well confused. But Big Trip I, needs to employ me, doesn't he? Because yeah. he's made, he's had a fucking <laughs> mare there. I put he? it he's down an absolute to, nightmare. I put it down to a dodgy crowd. I didn't put it down to everyone hates Liv. The thing is, now it's happened. I think it's going to snowball. Potentially, these things do happen, yeah. It, it, I think if she'd, have beaten, if she'd have beaten Ronda or Ronda would have smashed her in the face with a chair or something like that, which had, led to a suspension, then you, you've solved it. it it's, and I don't think she's going to be hated. Um, but yeah, I felt bad for Liv because I really want her to do well, which is why I'm so annoyed with this decision. Um, mm. But yeah, I, think, I thought that was quite important to talk about and probably yeah, the... one of the bits I didn't like on the show, mainly yeah, well, I... because I felt sorry for her. I think even so, though, even if you don't agree with the decision, should you be booing Liv Morgan? Like, is she the one who deserves the boos? Like, I just think the, it's, it's, it's a bit of misplaced anger from the crowd to be booing Liv Morgan. That's the only way they can let people know, though, that they didn't, they don't like a booking decision, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I don't think Liv Morgan deserves it, it. She doesn't deserve it, but like, no, she doesn't people, deserve it. People right. get booed all the time based on. Okay. Well, it's like and... Roman when he used to do four Superman punches. He used to boo the hell out of him. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't his fault, but yeah, yeah. Guess right. Anyway, Fisher, would you like to move us on to your man Sami Zayn? Yeah. So I was just saying I really enjoyed the Sami Zayn stuff throughout this show, and I like I don't know where it's going to go, but because um, Sami's not like facing Roman for the title again, they already did that match and kind of just in a throwaway thing, didn't they? But I, I do think we could get, like, he's interacting with the Usos a lot. So I think him going up against the Usos eventually makes a lot of sense with somebody, which obviously you'd expect to be Kevin Owens, but we'll get to Kevin Owens when we talk about Raw because he was presented not at all like a baby face that's going to turn anytime soon. So I don't know, but um, I really like the him keep going back, Usos kind of manipulating and shout. What I really liked was Jey Uso getting annoyed and like shouting at him like Roman used to shout at Jey Uso. Mm. Because Roman used to do that, didn't he? When he was kind of taking Jay under his wing and then he, he used to get annoyed with him and shout at him and lose it. And we saw Jay Dan do that to Sammy here. And I just thought that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I just really like what they did on this show. With, um, that It was finally boiling over. The Usos have kind of like humoured him and just got pretended that he's part of the gang. But here, it was finally like, look, you are not in the bloodline um, yeah. and an invisible man John Cena is saying this <laughs> I you can't see me uh, so it's weird to hear your voice <laughs> Sorry, I'm not ideas. even moving and I'm disappearing <laughs> like I'm not even moving so, good analysis though Casper yeah no I, I think I think you're a good point I mean I actually think I don't think you have to go to Kevin Owens as his partner I, I think that's almost too obvious even again I like to say Kevin Owens isn't exactly set up to be a Sami Zayn partner I think you, I, again, I, I honestly don't know who, 
you, you do, but I, I think there's another option to Sami Zayn's partner. Maybe someone from NXT, I mean, they're all being, or someone who's been released recently, they're all coming back. You know, if, it, it depends if, if you want them to actually beat the Usos and have a run, though. So I think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn saying having a tag title run together would be awesome. But... Well, it, it depends who his partner is, doesn't yeah. it? it I, they could come mean? up with someone great that makes sense, but at a moment, there's not really anyone in that position, is there? No, but I, I think we're more likely into a tag team feud. I mean, even if we just get a single feud, Sami Zayn VJ Uso could be pretty good, like for a TV feud, because the story has been really good. And yeah, I, I like the story. And, and I think Jay Uso is playing his part. I say he started to play his part really well this week, um, in particular, but in general. So I think, I think we're heading somewhere, but I don't think we're heading anywhere near Roman Reigns um, in that one. No, because I just, I just don't see them doing that again. I, I think that ship sailed like months ago when they set him up as a number one contender and then just had him get squashed, didn't they? Basically, well, Brock beat him up, didn't he? Yeah, you remember it was when he was trying to be friends with Brock, and then Brock beat him up, and then Roman Reigns just like beat him in seconds, basically. Um, and and Sami Zayn beating Roman's not really a believable option at this point, so that's why a tag feud makes more sense. But per se, I just don't know who I assumed Kevin Owens, but when we get to Raw, we'll talk about Kevin Owens, but yeah, and they're on separate shows at the moment. I know that doesn't mean anything, but. It doesn't. Um, so before we get to the main event, and I think the thing we all want to talk about, let's just um, quickly cover off the Intercontinental title picture because Nakamura beat Ludwig Kaiser. Um, this is something that Vince would have done. Like we always look at the, the changes, but this is a continuation of what's been going on for a while. And Nakamura has beat Ludwig Kaiser. And I think the match is actually this Friday. It is. It? it is, yeah. I mean, do you think we're going to get a clean one or do you think we're going to get something funny happening then a match at Clash? Or, I mean, the IC belt's not been on a pay-per-view for since no. last Mania, but... I think Nakamura is going to get absolutely destroyed savagely, which, mm-hmm. and then I think we're going to get a surprise comeback to face Gunther at Clash. Any I... predictions? I've got a prediction. I've wrestling. got a prediction, but mine's just slightly mm. different. Mine's slightly different. I do think we're going to get a comeback here, but I think we're going to get Rick Boogs is going to return here. Uh, okay. Um, Rick Boogs is going to I saw some stuff. I haven't heard about him being close to being cleared, but I think I saw a video of him like working out and stuff recently. And time, I mean, he's been out for, a, well, it was WrestleMania he got injured at, wasn't it? It was literally yeah. at, at WrestleMania. So he's been out for a little while. I reckon he could be due back. And I think you could set up Nakamura maybe having another match. I don't know whether they do it at Clash. I hope they, I want to see that match at Clash. I know we saw it live on the tour, but it wasn't the same. Yeah, I want to see, I think right the, the IC title deserves You have some interference so Boogs comes back to be his support at the side. I think maybe we get, yeah, like for some reason Kaiser helps Gunter, even though Gunter doesn't need help. And then gets slapped. And then, yeah, Gunter gets... <laughs> yeah. Gunter like takes out Nakamura, goes to slap thingy, and then like, maybe Boogs comes down, or I could see something like that happening. Um, just yeah, I don't know about time frame. I, like I say, he might be out a lot longer. I'm not sure, but it would make if anyone's going to help Nakamura, it makes sense to be him. Yeah, that's that's, that's a that's a decent pred. Um, so should we go into the main event? I mean, there did, was. There did was anyone some... else have this as their top mark? This whole segment, this next segment, we're about to go on to. I didn't know. I didn't have it as my top mark. Do you, you have another have top mark? 
I haven't actually thought about mine yet. Yeah, probably. But I, probably I, I, think I, I was just going through and I was like, I think this is this segment was my top mark of the week. Yeah. Well, go on then, Cross. Take it away, Mr. I don't have mark. to take it away. but um, Go on. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, guessing I'm, we don't I'm want to talk about the other that happened on this show. Well, yeah. I think we will mention one thing then. Um, <laughs> that Eric uh, and Kofi had a little match, didn't they? Uh, yeah, and then a roll-up. Literally, literally not. That could have been a skid. I think we've all wasted our time by even mentioning that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think think it's so unimportant. It's only because Fisher sometimes wants to mention every single section. So I I thought I I think we should mention, I think matches we should mention. Just normally because they're worth mentioning. That one wasn't really. Anyway, Krusty, Krusty, you're about to flow over top mark. I'm going straight in with my top mark. So, a big talk about it. At this point, I thought the SmackDown SmackDown was okay. It, It had been a bit flat compared to Raw. I was a little bit like, mm, okay. But got the bloodline in the ring, made me laugh by saying they hate Brock Lesnar because he tried to kill the wise man. I thought that was a hilarious <laughs> line. And they did fair play to Paul Heyman. I like how Paul and Heyman's then, not there either, like selling the injury. So it, it, it'd yeah. have been stupid, wouldn't it, if he, if he was with Oh, him. yeah. He's got to have three weeks off or something like that. Or yeah. come back next week, all neck braced up or something. Yeah, like that. It made it sound like he wasn't coming back for quite a long time. Yeah, in a wheelchair. There's, he's basically like, there's no more, you know, I don't know if he's having some time off or it might be because he's doing more work behind the scenes. Back stage, stage, just there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that they, they're keeping him off TV for a bit. But yeah, it's, I reckon he'll be gone for a little while. Yeah. And we have our big man, Drew, come out and interrupt them all. With some fire little lines, calling him the tribal queef. That made me laugh. I know it's immature, but that made me laugh. (laughs) We like a bit of immaturity, but in the 14 plus era coming through here, um, (laughs) enjoying that. And I was thinking, this is okay. And then, holy shit, my socks got blown off. I was not expecting this. Suddenly the music hit, and I don't know how, but I tweaked straight away. I knew exactly yeah, yeah. who it was. As soon as the oh yeah, because that entrance is iconic, down, isn't it? Down, yeah. down, down, and then Scarlet is just stood on the stage in darkness, and bang, out of nowhere, Carrion Cross just annihilates Drew. Carrion Cross. Wow, what a return! And Triple H is obviously big on him. I mean, for the NXT days, Vince absolutely ruined him, which was a shame. Yeah, but. Yeah, this the presentation suddenly, level difference is amazing. Uh, like, I'm so excited. I, I was ex- as excited here as I was when Bailey and Dakota Kai, etc., came out at SummerSlam. And I didn't think I was going to have a high like that for a while. Um, this was a buzz. I was so excited. Just the presentation, going to the ring, TikTok, flipping the um, hourglass. Oh, yeah, the hourglass is a brilliant oh, thing. And... I'm so excited now that she's, <clears throat> he's back with Scarlet. But yeah. What did you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I probably wasn't as excited as you. I don't think it was quite up to Bailey and EO Sky levels and Dakota Kai, but I was extremely surprised. I was not... If, if you'd have given me a list of people who had been released, he would have been at the bottom of my list who I thought would have, they would have brought back. So I was completely shocked. But with the entrance, with Scarlet, it is a whole different character to what we saw um, called up before it is it is light years um, apart. I don't know whether Carrying Cross can hang with the likes of Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. I I have that doubt. I don't know if he's good. I, I understand your concerns there because yeah. in ring I don't think he's as as exciting. And I don't think he's bad. I, I think it's he's the that character exciting. in the out of ring work that's gonna and the yeah. mystery that's gonna build here. 
Yeah, but do you want him as the universal champion or in universal no, title? But I don't matches? think he needs to be. No, to so, to add to it. Yeah, I think if you're carrying cross, a bit like the fiend in a weird way. That I I just think you keep them away from the title. I just think you have him in personal future. You have him as like a hitman, just taking people out with the TikTok and threatening people and ambushing people and Scarlet being uh, like you know weird crazy yeah. character. I I. And the other, the other thought I had was like, but what does this do for Clash? Because we've got Drew and Roman. The only we thing I can threat? think is you don't want Drew beating Roman clean. They don't want Drew to lose. Uh, sorry, Roman to lose, especially if WrestleMania is potentially booked as the rock versus Roman. He has to be as strong as he is now. How do you do that? You throw somebody else in. You want a skeptical, don't you? Uh, I think bringing sorry, Cross back to take a pin like that though would be, I don't know. I just off a claymore though. You could it's off a claymore and a spear or something like that. You can't, you can't knock him, can you? Or you, you really or can't. you could have Roman pin Drew. I, I don't think we're going to get a triple threat. To be honest with you, I think we get the one-on-one match. I think we set up Drew versus Cross for after Clash. So that's, that's what does, I think. Whether he's but, champion or yeah, not, I don't does, know. Does this change your views on whether Drew comes out of Clash as champion? Well, it did make me think about it because I thought, well, are they going to have Drew win and then feud with Cross for the title? It's possible they do. Mm. Are they going to have Roman win and then do Drew v Cross non-title? Well, I think I got the impression that it was going to, they were looking at Cross and Roman because Cross put, or Scarlet put yeah, the other glass. Did, they did tease that. And it too. was like TikTok to Roman, your, your time's running out. So they've clearly made their intentions, you know, clear that they want to go for Roman. Um, and Drew You've seemed to just be a bu- theory. What's guy? theory doing in this? Well, I was um, going to get to theory because he hasn't appeared on TV much the last couple of weeks. But I was going to get to that when we talk about Raw. But yeah, they, it's an odd one, that one. There there's, is... a, there's a lot going on in the title here. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I think it excites me a little bit, though, because although I'm excited for Drew versus Roman because it's a clash at the castle and it is a big deal for Drew, it's not my ideal title feud. It's not. It's, it's your, your, not... Yours is Roman v Seth. We know that. That's probably yes. mine at the moment, to be yes. honest. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I mean, just in general, I, I really want Drew to go and win at Clash. But I think if I wasn't going to see it live, I wouldn't be as invested. Mm. Because you know what I mean? I think throwing a card in, mean, yeah. like carrying cross, just makes it more interesting as well. It's definitely interesting. Like, we go into SmackDown tomorrow night. I've got no idea what the hell is going <laughs> to happen. I've got no idea whether cross is going to attack someone like and, and, and at the moment we're, we're, in, we're in a period right now we had this vw a, a while back when they were bringing back danielson and cold and signing all these people left right and it's just every week has like some massive sign-in we're at a period right now where i feel like anyone can turn up at any point on any raw or smackdown this it's just like i just can't predict stuff like we'll get to raw again there was another random appearance said i just could not ever see happening and I just think at the moment predicting anything is is mad in WWE because oh, yeah, yeah. it is all so changing. Though, the, the, there's so many moving parts, and I think we're in a very exciting period. Like we mentioned with the top title, I think Triple H has to find a way to split the belts up and make there be two champions. Absolutely. Maybe Carrying Cross is part of that. Yeah, and you know what? If Karen Cross is one of the champs and moves over to Raw, and I, again, I think we need a proper draft, and I think there's a lot that needs to happen still, but it's, it's early days still. 
But you could also have Cross lose the belt to Theory quite yeah. easily and not be as damaging. One scene yeah. I would like is if you have Scarlet put the uh, the hourglass in the ring, say TikTok, and then Theory just puts his briefcase next to it. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, mean, his own little I, I will now. I tell you what, haven't seen this is the first time we've actually seen Scarlet on the main roster because Cross come up, you know, on yeah. his own and then she completely changed him. Yeah, I will never understand why Vince McMahon, of all that was people, the worst decision in the world, didn't see anything in Scarlet. The only logic I don't behind that. behind that was that he was doing that to punish Triple H for something, because he called up Cross whilst he was champion. Yeah, Adam had him, had him, Hardy, had him walk he? out with the belt with with his rubbish entrance, if a weird helmet, uh, without Scarlet, and got rolled up by Jeff Hardy in three minutes. That to me is just well, there's the your champion. Thing that's that's what I think of him. Scarlet was wrestling on. In, in like trial matches and, and dark matches. She, she's a very good wrestler. I think we've, I've kind of said this before, but I've seen her wrestle quite a bit when I used to watch Impact. Um, she is a decent, very good wrestler. She's very athletic, as you can probably imagine, but we just, I, I mean, I don't think she needs to wrestle. No, no I, I don't think she needs to wrestle. Just her I presence just her, yeah. makes the carrying cross get it makes, twice It makes good. cross more, much more interesting, far more interesting with her there. Mm. Yeah, it, it definitely does. And I think right now, I, I kind of said a point a minute ago and I kind of got sidetracked. So, I, yeah, so I, I, think, I think I sidetracked myself. But what my point was going to be... <laughs> that's is, what happens with your yeah, WWE at the moment. It's, it's like you look yeah. at one thing, then suddenly something else happens. That's kind of my point is right now... Which is great. All the titles, I think there's quite a few contenders for a lot of these titles. Like, the, I, the, how big has the US title been built up in the last two weeks since... Triple H has been in charge. The women's tag titles, all of a sudden, there's quite a few teams they think actually they look all right, those teams. The Royal Women's Division, we'll get to that in a minute, but that is stacked. I know SmackDowns is not quite as stacked. The main titles got all sorts going on. There's just so much going on right now. There's so many moving parts. And yeah, I, I'm just I'm just so excited right now. Honestly, like there was a period where I would like, oh, yeah, okay, it's a bit of a chore to watch SmackDown or Raw's frowns. That's a bit of a slog. I'll maybe take a break halfway through. Right now, I um, cannot wait for the next segment every time I watch Raw or SmackDown because I'm, it's just, I'm so invested in almost everything that's going on. I think Triple H has done a clever job of removing some of the annoyances. 24-7 title is one, but there, there's a few of them. And he is just throwing in all this, like, who knows what's going to happen next? And we'll get to one in a minute, but he's also adding like little things, which I think are going to be important later on that aren't important now. He's like planting seeds. In, yeah, in I like that now. on Raw. That's yeah. an NXT. That's what he used to do a lot in NXT. Yeah, he is. That is what I love. I love the fact that in, in a month's time, something could happen and then there'll be a video clip back to Raw from this Monday to say, this is where it started, but you didn't, you know, you, you didn't really clock onto it then. And yeah, so... I just had a just just a random little side note of me loving WWE, but yeah, it's it's great at the moment, and I think that's it from SmackDown. Yeah, I was gonna say, should we move on to Raw and talk about what happened there? Yeah, yeah, let's move on to Raw. That's right with Krusty's Frozen. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Am I frozen? No, you just you just didn't move for a while. <laughs> uh, so, don't know if you froze. What what should we talk about first from Raw? I guess. Um, we'll talk about... Well, we are as pe- listeners will know, we are. Clash at the Castle enthusiasts, as uh, 
people attending. <laughs> and we got a big six woman tag announced oh, yes. at the castle, which And I was asking for this last week. Is, I said I'd is, rather this than a title match. This is maybe my top mark of the week because this is the thing I reacted to the most. When they announced this match, I basically jumped out of my seat. I was so excited. I was like, God, this six woman tag match at Clash. I hope they make it like no DQ or something. Yeah, I said last week they should have a strip a street fight. Just have a strip an all out like crazy women's match. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. But we we'll get to see. I mean, who would have thought when we bought the tickets even that we'd get to see Io Shirai or Io Sky? Oh yeah, involved with Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss and Asuka. I mean, these six women are six of the top women. It's they be have. incredible. Is insane, and it's also how fresh is the six man tag? It's 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 not, you know, Sasha Bailey, Naomi, V, Charlotte, Becky, and whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no. it's it's so fresh that it's like it's it's, it's amazing, and it's yeah, I, I just can't wait for this match. And this this six person feud is brilliant. Like again, these are all six of these women you can imagine as the Raw Women's Champion. I think they've got six yeah. contenders here. In, in and this and match. crucially as well, the tag team champions, which is what they're kind of building this feud around as well. Because, you know, they, they're probably going to meet each other in that tag tournament, let's face it. Yeah, um, they, they, I'm sure they will. Unless they're on the same, um, what I confuse me is they're on the same half of the bracket. It's, it's so because I thought it'd be the final. No, but... it's because they've got a Raw and a SmackDown half. Ah, uh, that's why. So one right. half is SmackDown, SmackDown only. I got confused teams. because there's an NXT team on the SmackDown side. Yeah, I they've think only got three teams on SmackDown. Four. Yeah. The, the right that one side is all or one side is all SmackDown. That does make sense then. Um, but I think there is a potential because again, Triple H, if we look back at all of his and we saw a lot of tag team tournaments in NXT, quite often the brackets you'd think would be logical, you could work out, but there'd always be something that, that happened that you weren't expecting. And I wonder whether we're going to get actually, we're going to get Asker and Alexa lose their quarterfinal match. I can't remember who they're against right now. Oh, do drop in Nikki. I reckon they might lose to do drop in Nikki That's because, this week, isn't it? That's this because of an involvement by Bailey's group. And then that just heats up this feud more rather than them clashing in a semi-final. That's my prediction. Maybe I would actually prefer that because then it will be an even fresher match when we get to see yeah. it. Um, one other thing that could happen in this tournament, and I don't know if it necessarily... I mean, it'd be what I would love to see is... Sasha and Naomi come back and take someone's spot. I think that that would be perfect. Although I can see them confront. I think what will happen is they'll confront the winners. Yeah. So I, 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 I think agree. I think something like Dakota and Io will win it. They'll is the final and then Sasha and Naomi. Yeah, I guess it no, can't be well, clash, I, can I, it? I guess not with that match announced because I just don't see who else could be in the final other than one of those two teams. Yeah. There's a chance it could be a clash and we get like a weird final like yeah, Raquel Nick- and Raquel and Leah versus Nikki and Drew Drop or something, but I, I just don't see that happening. I can't see it. Yeah. Imagine if the final becomes the six. The well, six I did women. see someone suggest it could be an all or nothing match because you could have the title, like Bianca Belair's title on the line as well. So you could have mm. like they win oh, the tag titles and all Bayer, over in or, one go. Or Bailey wins the belt and they win the belt. Like that would be an awesome match to do. Right. I know, I know right. on in 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 Recharge Wrestling, we are huge fans of just factions hold all the belts, but I, I am all for Bailey here and Dakota having all the belts straight away. We like, love a bit of Drake. Just, 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 just throw we? it on them. We love throw it. it on them. <laughs> as much as I love Belair and, you know, but I, I, I just think throw it on all, all three of them. Why not? Yeah, I think, they, I think that'll probably happen eventually, whether it's now or not. But yeah, I think yeah. it's, uh, 
I think it's definitely an option to go down. But yeah, really excited for that match. And they're just building this really, really nicely. And so in the ring here, we got to start with, we've got Bailey and op- they open the show as well, which again makes them feel important. Not yeah. shoved in a mid card, just a backstage interview, like two minutes. I will say just in, um, in, if I'm going to defend Vince McMahon here, towards the end of his run, he was pushing the women's vision quite hard. It was main event in most shows and appearing a few times per Raw's. The Raw division. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Raw I remember division. saying that stat that Asuka had main evented like six times in the last eight weeks or something. Yeah. It was happening a lot. The women have been pushed a lot. But it's good to see. I never thought I'd see a group involving Dakota Kai and Io Shirai. That wouldn't have happened. There's no way that happens under Vince. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I found really cool here. So um, Bailey completely butchers Dakota's name, but then makes a joke out of it, saved herself brilliantly. Um, Played into a character a little bit, actually, in the end. Um, And yeah, and then we got a brawl and that was when the match was made and we could all uh, celebrate. And then Bliss did a dive off a barricade, as they called. And then they got, got pulled apart, didn't they? But yeah, love it. And just FYI, Bliss without um, her Lily doll. Yes, that was I did notice that as well. Another, another a, little uh, subtle change. Yeah, it's just a little thing has changed, but it's, it's something we all wanted to see. We don't want to see her with a doll anymore, do we? So No, especially if it doesn't mean anything. It's just there. Like, does, it does make sense in this few. I'd rather it? it do something than nothing, and I don't like it doing anything. So, you know, just get rid of the thing. Um, but yeah, that was really Ooh. cool. Then we got our first match of the night, if you want to go. Move, should we move on to that? Mm-hmm. So Seth Rollins comes down to the ring and we get uh, a match against Angelo Dawkins. And Dork. as usual with Seth and recently, as usual with Dawkins, I've got to put him over. Great match. Um, both Street Profits having one-on-one matches with Seth in a row. Both of them hanging in there, like getting near fools, looking like they might win at points. I mean, there was one bit where Dawkins like really looked like he could win this match and it was really good and yeah just a, obviously Seth's building up wins as well which I do like because he's got a yes, big pay-per-view match finally like yeah. especially they didn't do this enough in the Cody feud where he lost and lost and lost and they didn't build it up in between I don't mind him losing three times in a row if he wins matches on Raw in between because then it's not three defeats in a row it's don't three... remind me of the three defeats in a row yeah sorry <laughs> But here, like, if he lost to Riddle now, I wouldn't complain because he's he's at least been built to the point where, you know, and then that puts Riddle, that makes Riddle look even better. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I don't agree. have, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But yeah, he's having, they're having bangers here. And Dawkins, I've said it before, I think he's really underrated. Dawkins has really stepped. Up. I, I think he sort of knew if he doesn't step it up, step it up, he's going. It, it, he's not going to last, does he? I but think actually, they even mentioned it on commentary. I think it might have been Corey have. said. Montez Ford gets all the praise and I think and, and Angelo Dawkins has taken that personally and that probably is a true line that might not yeah, be a KK line he's that might have been him he's going, put some muscle on he, yeah he's looking good in ring he's trying more he's doing far more moves it, it's dives just, and things to the outside good. that he wasn't doing before yeah like 100% he, that was Mont- always Montez and he was doing the, the power and also the slower stuff but now He's moving like a cruiserweight and also doing the power spots. And I think he's not as charismatic as Montez. I think Montez will always have that over him. But in terms of yeah. in ring, I don't think they're, I think they're both great. I think they're both really good. It's a very good tag team, isn't it? Mm. Um, mm. But also, awesome spots from Seth hitting a pedigree. We oh, yes. seen that in a long time. And I, I joke to you guys, Triple H, 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 is now Triple H wins. No one's kicking out of that. 
Uh, no yeah. Triple H is in charge. Before pedigree, he ne- no one he never won with a pedigree. He used it, but he never. Well, I don't think it. anyone should kick out of a pedigree. It's a savage move. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's it is like weird no when it kicks out of the RKO. Really, do they? Mm. When Riddle hits it, same with pedigree. No one should kick out. And then he hit the stomp. Yeah. Yep. Afterwards, after the match as well, just to completely savage Dawkins. Um, and he's we're such a good character. Oh, sorry, I was gonna say we are hearing from Riddle this week on Raw. I and... love this little impression of Riddle, by the way. Proper Heyman impression, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. Oh man. I mean, <laughs> do, do, I, like, I what's think... he gonna say? Cool, dude, and stuff like. <laughs> That was great from Seth. It reminded them, it reminded them of us when we do that stuff. <laughs> do we think we're getting Riddle and Seth at Clash? Yeah, is, is yes. that just that was um... apparently why the match was cancelled at SummerSlam? So yeah, I think so. And I I, again, I can't wait did it, did it. to see that live in person. Oh That'd my be god, incredible! I don't want to be too near crusty. I might get whacked in the face with something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even deny it. Uh, I'll bring it. I'll bring well, a pillow. You, you Fisher, if you're too close to Krusty, you could even be taken out on a stretcher like old Ezekiel was after, <laughs> oh, his, yeah. after his, uh, his, his match with Kevin Owens. Um, we mentioned Kevin Owens briefly earlier, but Kevin <laughs> Owens absolutely... This Wednesday is the Kevin out. Owens I love. This is it. When I yeah. saw Zeke come out, I thought, I actually thought to myself, he is not lasting this match. I think I even mentioned it to you guys because I was watching after you'd watched, and I was like, He's not going to last. This is, is it, why is he still here? I mean, mm. I like Do you think the they're changing his did. character? That's the stuff to come out of this, isn't it? Do you think I, they're going to bring back Elias? I, I mean, El, it has, Elrond, we said it Elrond. ages ago. I think it was you, Keeney, who even said it. This character doesn't have longevity, does it? No. But the, 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 there is no character here. I was no. bored two months ago. It was funny. I'm definitely bored now. It's a nice I like the stuff. I think Kevin Owens made it work, but without that, yeah. And KO is clearly moving on to something else, right? Mm. Apparently, because I, I was reading before this Raw that the reason he's not been on TV is because Triple H is cooking up big plans for Kevin Owens because he loves... You, you know Kevin Owens is one of his guys. Yeah. And the fact he come out and did prize fight at Kevin Owens style, come out and just absolutely Kick destroyed him and then left and then did an interview later on which ruled as well. Um, mm. Ooh, yeah, this man. is the Kevin Owens I love to see. <laughs> I love this version of Kevin Owens. Um, yeah, I mean, put the belt on him, why not? <laughs> There's a queue for belts at the moment. I would love to to see Seth be champion. I'd love to see Drew be champion. I'd love to see KO be champion. And then when Cody comes back, I want to see Cody win that belt. So there's Mm. there's a lot of guys, and there's others as well. When you wait till Orton comes back as well, it's going to be a clamber for Orton, however he was before he was injured. Oh, man. That is a very good good point. You also got Riddle. Yeah. Yep. And who knows? Champer. I mean, can we, should we get on? I know there's a bit more in between, but I think the biggest part of the whole show really was this Champa Lashley US title match, which got some build, by the way. And again, this I, is, I want to top mark this. this I want to yeah, top mark this. This, I'll probably agree with you, Fish. This is how you build a title match, isn't it? Yeah, I love, again, last two weeks, video packages about the US title. You had a Champa promo. You had him wearing a Harley race rope. I was convinced he was going to win, by the way, when I saw that. Yeah, I, was, I was like, he's bloody was, winning. Yeah, Triple H has gone all, all in in here. Um, the, the, the fact that Miz was... I don't know. It just it felt like a big-time match. I was yeah. a bit annoyed it wasn't the main event. I thought yeah, something it was huge weird place have to be happening. Yeah. Obviously, it came off the back of it. It made that AJ Styles match. So they had to do that. But 
I was convinced. I mean, we'll get to it when we talk about the main event. I assumed something massive was going to happen in the main event. And we'll talk about what I thought it was going to be. But this match still, though, it was a great match as well. Champa giving a great... I mean, he doesn't need to give a great account of himself to Triple H. Triple H knows what he's all about. Lashley's been on a tear for a long time now. Mm. They just had a proper, brutal fight in the ring. And I think keeping the title on Lashley is the right decision. I know we want to see Champa get pushed more, and he is. He's been presented great, but I don't think it was the right time. To, I think Lashley having that title is perfect, and I want him to keep it to Survivor Series so we get... Lashley hopefully. Definitely uh, whilst can... we um, don't have a main champion on Raw, I think yeah, we need exactly. to have someone. And I think, I mean, it's, it's a big ask for Champa to basically hold the top singles belt on Raw right now. Maybe, maybe I'm sure he could actually. I'm sure you know, I'll probably give him a... But I, I think Lashley is right now... I think we're setting up guy. another storyline for Champa anyway. We'll get to it, but I think we're setting something up with him. Yeah. Probably, but I mean, do, should we go on to the, the main event? Because that's what this led on to. The... Well, yeah, it, start, it actually started with the Kevin Owens interview, didn't it? This this whole mystery. So Kevin, when Kevin Owens was being interviewed, there was a car crash in the background. And I wonder yeah. what the hell was going on. I was like, has someone legit crashed a car? But then I realised that Nikki, Nikki A.S.H. and Doudrop were stood there. I was like, okay, this is storyline. This is something going on on the show. I didn't pay, read too much into it. So then, what, do we know what that was that was that related to what happened later? Yeah. So that was that happened. Then there was another segment. I can't remember who it is. Someone's talking backstage, and you see loads of people running. Security run past after somebody. You didn't see who it was, and I was like, something's going on with this car. And then after the main event, Dexter Loomis is arrested. So assuming he crashed the car, right? That's, that's what we're led to believe. I, I didn't necessarily link the two, but yeah, potentially. No, yeah, I think that's definitely what it was. I thought the car crash thing was something we find out about later on. I thought... I still think there could be another twist to it. I don't know if it is necessarily going to be Dexter Loomis or why he was there, but what he was doing. Do you know what I mean? Why was he crashing a car into Raw? Well, this, what was confusing about this was this wasn't a normal... Um, and again, we'll talk about the main event match in a bit. Well, I know we haven't spoken about it much, but the... This whole Dexter Loomis thing isn't how they normally do this kind of thing because I was confused if it was real or not. I didn't know. I didn't even know Dexter, Dexter Loomis. No, fully Ke- Ke- until I, after. Yeah, because I I said to Keeney, "Oh, have you watched Raw? You haven't watched it yet." And he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Dexter Loomis," and Keeney was like, is, "Is that who that was?" Like, yeah, I, I, I just I saw someone. I, had I saw to someone attacking it. someone, but like they didn't make a big deal about it. They got like. I think they might yeah. have said Dexter Loomis. Corey Graves was like, was that Dexter Lumis? And that was it. That yeah. was literally all they and said. And then they went back to AJ Styles in the ring to celebrate for a bit longer. Then that was it. And like, because he was celebrating after the match for about two minutes. And it, like, usually when they prolong a celebration, it's because there's about to be an attack or something. But like, it was like a real like side bit. Oh, boy, there's a thing down there. And I oh, will move on back to AJ Styles. And it was like, what was that? Like, it's almost like, was that meant to happen? That was, I think... The impression I got, and I wasn't even sure it's Dexter Loomis until you said. Fish. I, I, I was. I only knew because I couldn't see from the camera. The camera angle could have been better. Yeah, and I couldn't. I wouldn't have known if it wasn't for Corey Graves saying it. And then when I went online, it was like close-up video footage of Dexter being taken away and by police and handcuffed and all that. So I'm assuming it's got to be linked to. The, it's got to be linked to the car crash. What is it? What else would he be arrested for? He's not going to get arrested for turning up at a wrestling show. So, Checking out a crowd member. I, I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure they're linked. But the answer was, why is he there? What was it him? What's he doing? You know, it, it's still intriguing. 
And I think we should get into, you know, first of all, re-signing Dexter Loomis is an interesting one, but I think he had something different to the roster. I think well, he adds... Can I give a prediction? Yeah, what, and it's probably going to be similar to mine. What but... I think they're doing is, we've mentioned we haven't seen Theory for a while. There's rumours of Gargano. We're hearing those rumours. I thought he was coming back here. Right? That's what are, we, are we getting the way... 2.0. I, on, I hope on so. The really? main roster. That's, I well, think we might. I'm, I'm trying to link. Why has Ferry not been on TV for a few weeks? So Ferry's been kept on TV for a reason. He's money in the, money in the bank. Whether Vince, uh, Vince, whether Triple H believes in Ferry or not, he wouldn't just leave his money in the bank holder off TV because he's been so involved for six months on every show. So they're leaving him off TV for a reason. Dexter Loomis is a weird person to bring back. Like he is unlike. Oh, we'll have to have Dex Loomis. There has to be a reason for Dex Loomis. There has to be like you know, yeah. he has to. So he he isn't bringing him back something. to have a match with like yeah. Roman Reigns. Is it? Dex, Dex you know Loomis, AJ Styles is is not the end goal here. No, um, I know what is. I hope I know what the end goal is. If we get that clash, it won't just. Yeah. I mean, it'll be double. It'll be double sided. Uh, <laughs> we'll see it. <laughs> Johnny, if it's Johnny, Gar- if we get Johnny Gargano versus AJ Styles, it, and like. Honestly, I will. I don't know what's going to happen, mate. Be incredible. That's, yeah, that that's, would be that's insane. insane. Because sure, I thought I thought. Is he big I, enough though for the casual fan? That is my worry. I, I know I said this. I, I don't. Rose I don't think I the UK. My own hat, I don't think the UK audience is a casual fan audience, though. What? So Are you on about for the clash? Yeah. I think I think yeah. you make a point, official. I think the clash audience, considering how long we've had to wait, I think. Basically, it's going to be ninety percent fanatics. Yeah, I think it's going to be people yeah. like us. I, I think it will be. I don't think you. Can In which really case, casual. I can't not, wait. Let's do it. Not a pay per view. You you do it the family shows where you take your families and your kids and go see WWE, but at a pay per view where it's cal- two hundred pounds the cost ticket, of it as well. You're I think this get, is this yeah. is us. This is going to be full of people like us. I think NXT NXT um, <laughs> and yeah, wow, I disappear in there. <laughs> so I'll say why I was confused. So I was confused why Lashley and Champa didn't main event the show. Then obviously, so we didn't mention it, but AJ Styles interfered, didn't he, in that yeah. match and attacked the Miz. They brought through the crowd, set up a no DQ match between AJ Styles and Miz main event, which, by the way, was another good match. It was I, a I really, really good, it. really Whoa. good match. Um, God, fish has gone. <laughs> disappeared. Like, so, <laughs> so. Yeah, that match was really good. And but I was convinced Johnny Gargano. We mentioned last week, Raw was in Cleveland, Ohio, which is where Johnny Gargano is from and lives. I was convinced he was going to come out at the end. Convinced by it. Because the storyline, yeah. the storyline involves Champa. And he's in his hometown. And then we got Dexter Loomis as well. I was just like, surely Johnny's got to come out. And then I was so confused when he didn't. I was almost disappointed. <laughs> But I'd, I think I'd work myself into a frenzy because, yeah, they they never told us he was coming, but I just assumed. But Dexter Loomis makes me think it's definitely happening. It's just a matter of time. Um, I think Johnny will be ready to come back. I think Candice might even be ready to come back. And oh, wow. Keith, Keith, you mentioned Austin Fairey. I think Indy Hartwell needs a call up. Yeah, well. then that, that gives them. He is doing nothing as well. NXT. She, yeah. Them- Exactly, it's another one. Candice and, and Indy. Indy Hartwell is doing absolutely nothing on NXT without yeah. them. And, and reuniting Dexter and Indy could be a cool storyline. You can have Gargano somehow involved with Champa. You can have still have theories, Mr. Money in the Bank. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think 
you could make the way on the main roster interesting. Um, and then you could eventually as well reunite DIY as a tag team on the main roster, which could be great. I mean, there's so much you can do. You could have, because before on NXT, Theory was the subservient to Gargano. But the way Theory's character's been, it wouldn't make sense for him to be subservient maybe, to Maybe Gargano. they won't do the way, because it doesn't actually, Theory well, doesn't fit in it. I, I think they can, but I think it'd be a different, than, I think Theory will potentially, if not the main guy, he'll be level with Gargano and there'll be either like, there'll be some tension down the line and we might get that match as a, as a feud down the line when maybe Gargano turns face. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of stuff they could do here. Um, there, I think there's, there's coming so back, there's definitely more, there's definitely more going on. And it's a weird one with Dexter because I'd heard, I'd heard a couple of days before that he did an interview saying he was still in t- talks to, uh, he still texts Shawn Michaels and Triple H like nearly daily. And I was mm. like, mm, that's a bit odd. Like he said that in an interview not long before. Um, and he also did an appearance. At, do you remember where's that show where Johnny Gargano, it was like in the same place as an AEW show and people thought he was going to show up. Do you remember? It was a few weeks ago. And yeah, Johnny okay. Gargano was at yeah. some public appearance. Dexter Loomis was there with Johnny Gargano then. So mm. they're appearing in public together. I think, I think there's definitely um, so more it's going to it. down. And if Dexter Loomis is stalking AJ Styles because Johnny Gargano is going to come after AJ Styles, then I'm, I'm all in for that. Like, that's, that is great. I, I, that's I, a dream I, match. I, you had no idea why he was there, but that makes complete sense. Yeah, I think we're getting away. And so just a quick question. This time last week, if we'd have said Karrion Cross and Dexter Loomis would have appeared on the main roster, we'd have said, what the hell is going yeah. on? So my, my question is, who's going to appear this week? This time next week, are we going to be seeing No Way Jose challenge? No Way Jose. You know, challenge last year or something. What, what are we going to see next week? I've got no idea. Like, it's, it's, it's open season. Are they going to carry on? Are they going to blow well, their load I, in, one, I in think, one month? I think Dexter Loomis means we're going to get Johnny, Candice, Indy, I think potentially those three. I mean, who's Who else say... is that that Triple H loves that's not under contract elsewhere. That's the thing. Or, not necessarily that Triple H loves, but could bring back. I think the only other, there's one more big person that could could maybe come back and obviously Sasha and Naomi. Also, well. where does LA Knight fit in here? Well, he, well, yeah, actually he wasn't involved. Just because there was no, um, I, I think there's a possibility we see Bray Wyatt again now as well. I do yeah, think there's, there's a big rumours, cryptic messages online. Yeah, he posted yeah. a thing, did you see his Twitter thing the other day? Yeah. He, t- he, he spoke so much stuff. He started with um, wrestling is not a love story, which is, um, Cody said wrestling is a love story when he came back to WWE. So that's like starting a few with Cody almost. But he also said something about like honour is elite and things like that in it. Like te- talking about Ring of Honour and, and he, he, you know, he quoted loads of wrestlers in it. Um, you know, rumour was he was done with wrestling, but I just don't, I don't think he is. I think, Apparently Vince used to like criticize his body and take the piss out of him and stuff. Now Vince is gone. I think if Triple H was interested, he'd come back. Whether it's whether Triple H is that bothered by him because he's not a Triple H wrestler necessarily. But okay. then Triple H, we always think of Triple H as like, oh, he loves work rate guys like Gargano and Cole. Karrion Cross and Dexter Loomis aren't work rate guys, are they? No. no. They're completely different. So you never know. Like you might love Bray Wyatt. Well, and also we we've been saying for a long time how um, thin the rosters were. They needed padding out a bit. Yeah. Mm. And so bringing back a Dexter Loomis, 
I said it a while back, quite controversially, but it seems to be happening. Triple H is going to get rid of these big, massive stars on ridiculous paychecks like Brock, Goldberg. He's going to shed them. And for those two people, you can have 10 ex-NXT stars who are going to give you more, who are going to be on the roster more and will build eventual stars rather than all these 50-year-old men who can't do that and don't want to do that for six million pound a year or something stupid um and it's happening um he's he's doing it and he's making it entertaining i don't know if fax fisher's got the more recent statistics on viewers but is it still as high as like the initial raw yeah i can't remember what this week's what 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 was but i think it's still up um from what it was Mm. yeah Um, i mean this is good I mean, right now, I, I could watch it twice. I'm, I'm that into it. Exciting times. <laughs> I might it? get two TVs on the go. I might, get, I might buy a second TV so I can watch it twice at the same time. Shall it's we like, move on to other stuff yeah. that happened on the show? Um, yeah. Go on, Fish. Because I want to talk about the stuff with, obviously, Judgment Day, The Mysterious and Edge. Because I think that's another storyline that's heating up and is really good. And I think we could get a fire match at Clash for it as well. Um, I love the presentation of Rhea Ripley. In all of this, I think she's being booked. She's she not. Like she's not in the women's she? division. She's beating yeah. up men. Like yeah. that's it's so sick. It's like it? she's she like. Is... She, it's like China in the women's division before. Yeah. Like I love that. Like we haven't had that. Like Dom was dead. Like <laughs> <laughs> she completely destroyed him. Um, and I know it's only Dominic Mysterio, but still, you know, he's he's not a little kid anymore, is he? He's, he's a man. So, and I love. Um, I actually liked. The promo as well, where you got Edge coming in backstage, apologising to Ray. Ray completely understood, you know, accidents happen, and mm. you know, but Dom wasn't having it. And I actually thought Dom showed some character here, which he hasn't yeah. done enough. And I, I was impressed a bit more with him here. He looked genuinely like, no, I'm not having this. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to get Edge and I, I know Priest challenge because we got Priest challenge Edge to a match in Toronto in two weeks, didn't we? Yeah, uh, Edge hasn't wrestled. Obviously, Edge is from Toronto, so he hasn't wrestled in there on Raw for I think it's the twelve years, was it something like that since his first retirement? I think we're going to get this lead into a tag match of some sort, whether it's a two on two, a three on three, a mixed gender thing. I, I'm not sure, but Kenny, you're muted, by the way. Yeah, we can't hear you, mate. You pulled your mic out or something. I saw you go to speak and I just did not hear you at all then. So. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> sorry. I, don't, I obviously don't know what I did. We've got no um, camera, no microphone. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm just going to leave the podcast. Train wreck. Um, I think, do you think we could get Rhea Ripley? I think I said this actually before. Might be repeating ourselves a bit, but Rhea Ripley in a six-person tag with Dominic, Ray and Edge, the... Rhea, Finn, and Priest. See, I think the better option is to leave Dom out of the match because he doesn't want to side with Edge, right? So you either do a two-on-two and you do Edge and Ray versus Priest and Balor. That's what I think. With happen, Rhea at the yeah. side. That's what I think will happen. Or you do Finn, Priest, and Rhea versus Edge, Ray, and Beth Phoenix. That's, I think, your two options. I, I don't think that Dom should be in the match. I think he should be torn. You don't know whether he's going to side with the Judgment Day. He should be, like, injured because Rhea's taken him out. 
And then he should, you think he's going to come back inside with Ray, but he turns on Ray. Or we all think that, and the swerve is he actually teams up with Ray and Edge. But I think, I don't, I think he should be left out of the match. Yeah. I enough. think that's the best way to go, personally. And I think it'd be a better match, in all honesty. Yeah. Can't argue with that. <clears throat> um, what else was there from Raw? Um, we got a random Chad Gable Dolph Ziggler match. This was um, a this was a proper wrestling match. It was it? like am- old school amateur style. Yeah. Um, I love this kind of wrestling, but the crowd was dead for it, which was a shame. Um, and it was in Ziggler's hometown of Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland. I know he doesn't live there anymore. Him and the Miz, both from Cleveland, Ohio, both live in Hollywood, I think. But uh, yeah, so you don't think of them as hometown boys. But Fisher's got all the news on people's <coughs> location. Well, they, they mentioned they? it. On Actually, Miz well. lives in Texas, I think. Does he? Yeah. Oh, it might be in kayfabe that he lives because he's Hollywood Miz, isn't he? Gets he's a like lot more movie money. star. But yeah, he doesn't live in Cleveland, Ohio. I know that anyway. Um, but Ziggler, yeah. So Ziggler was a little bit over here, but not as much as you'd hope. But yeah, no. the crowd was dead. But I loved the match. But my Keep thing, my, the thing I was confused about here, we talked about theory. Theory was feuding with Ziggler. Has that just been completely dropped? That's been squashed. Yeah. Because I mean, we no, I was theory. expecting theory to come out here. That that's why I was. I was baffled. But you could have been onto something, Keeney, with the Loomis thing. Maybe Loomis has kidnapped Fury again. That happened in NXT, didn't it? Yeah, I actually think <laughs> I, I think Triple H is for I'm just dropping this Fury Ziggler stuff. Because I I don't know where that was going at all. But then it's also strange that Ziggler's wrestling on TV and picking up wins. Everything seems to mean something at the moment, unless he's just keeping putting Ziggler on TV because he's there and thought, why not I'll have a win in his hometown? Maybe. But I do feel like they're building Ziggler a little bit. Um, he was in the United States triple threat last week. He didn't win, obviously. So, yeah, I mean, I think this match did seem a bit random, and it really seemed to nothing seemed to come from this match. No, but that's that's what makes me think maybe there is a purpose to it, and we just don't know what it is yet. And it could still be to do with theory. It may not have been completely dropped, but it's odd. I, I haven't heard anything about why theory's not on TV. So, it, I, I'm assuming it's storyline. He's not. In, I don't think he's injured or anything. So. I mean, how is he going to get injured carrying a briefcase around? That's all he's been doing, isn't he? So. He, he did get destroyed at um, SummerSlam. That's a good point. Um, the only thing we haven't mentioned was, uh, I know we did talk about it briefly, but we didn't talk about the match, was um, Dakota and EO beat Dana Brooke and Tamina to advance. Of yeah, they gave, they gave the babyface team way more than I expected here. This is another one. This would match. When this match booked, I thought, this is going a minute most. Dana Brooke will tag in and they'll do a moonsault and win. They dom- Tamina and Dana actually dominated most of this match, which I thought may have been a little bit too much, actually. Mm. Um, but obviously, I love, oh, by the way, I loved um, the double finisher by Dakota and EO. It's the first time we got to see them as a tag team. So you go, Dakota's go to kick in the corner with the moonsault after is a really cool combo that works really well. So that's something to look out for. When- I absolutely loved that spot. Yeah. It was cool, wasn't it? Absolutely loved it. This this team's going to be amazing. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't wait I can't. to see them in the six woman tag, and if if we get them versus Sasha and Naomi eventually as well, they just work so well together. For, considering they, they haven't tagged before, just mad good, isn't it? They could have taken an easy option and put Raquel and Dakota together, but they didn't. This is just awesome. Can't wait. Honestly, can this is probably one of my favorite things at WWE. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I agree, actually. Was there anything else that happened on Raw, or are we ready to move on to NXT? Oh, um, Omos beat two two beat guys up, didn't they? Yeah, didn't was he? he was back. He hadn't yeah. been on I'm TV. Surprised he was on there. Really surprised he was there, to be honest. 
yeah, they're, they're, they're just keeping him doing something. It was against Jobber, so I don't mind that. Um, feel a bit bad for it. I feel bad for MVP in all of this, honestly, because the, the Hurt business and the stuff with Lackley was so good and he was so brilliant. I just feel like he's got one arm tied behind his back managing Amos because I just don't see it going anywhere. And MVP is great. I'd like to see him manage someone else, to be honest. But then Omos will be completely dead in the water without him. So maybe they've maybe they've got to keep him with him for now. Yeah, I just think, I think Omos so. is one of those guys. We talk about who's going to sort of get a push under Triple H. You know, these NXT guys and Champa and people like that. Omos, I think, is going to be one of those guys 100% that loses out in the long run here. Whereas Vince probably would have kept him around and pushed him. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad girl because I'm not, you know, I'm not. I'm no, not we're not fan. a huge fan. He's 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 done his part, hasn't he? So, yeah. All right, should we move on to NXT? Well, and if I'll... that is the end of Raw and SmackDown, I am going to leave NXT in the capable hands of Fisher and Keeney. Thanks yeah. for listening to me, and I will see you all next week. Enjoy the rest of the pod. We will do. See you, Crusty. See you guys. See you later, mate. Right. Yeah. Down. Down to two. Yeah, there was two. Um, so what did we get on NXT? We kicked so, off, yeah, with uh, Nikita Lyons. Oh yeah, Kiana James was the first match, wasn't it? I think so. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, not very much on this one, but obviously we did get a bit of interaction, like I mentioned previously, between Nikita and Zoe mentioning. Yeah, this just felt forced a bit, didn't it? Really? Yeah, I mean. Th- the team, I don't, I don't get them to be in a team because there's nothing. If you're going to call up an NXT team, Toxic Traction right there. Right well, you, you could have also had Toxic win the belts and call up Katana and Casey. Um, that was, I mean, I suggested ages ago they get called up to the main roster because I think they it's overdue. Um, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm not convinced by. I mean, I'm, I'm not massive on either Nikita or Zoe Stark personally. I, I don't think either of them are that great. In, I, I in, think in I like Zoe's in ring stuff. I think her, I don't think there's a lot of character there. And I think Nikita, she has, she has the right look and this, like, she, she's over in that sense. But she's quite green still in the mm. ring. And there was a little, she did a move in the corner that didn't look particularly great. It was like a cannonball thing and it, it looked a bit sloppy um, in this match. Kiana James, I actually think it's not bad, by the way. Yeah, no, um, she is good. Yeah, she is really good, actually. I, I've been a little randomly a bit impressed with her, actually. Um, and she hit sort of a handbag afterwards, I think, that was a bit random. But yeah, the, the match was okay. I liked the finisher and the pin from Nikita. I, I really like that, that she does. The, the spinning kick, and I like the, the pinfall she does. But other than that, in ring, she doesn't really do much for me so far but I, I get that she's still improving you know we said this about Cora Jade at one point and I think now she's coming to her own um, in the ring yeah so. she has definitely has we might um, as well talk about that because it kind of segues on from um, Zoe Stark yeah as well. it does the main event Zoe Stark and Cora Jade um, which was I think kind of what you'd expect with uh, Mandy on comms with Zoe and Mandy being lined up for Heatwave um, yeah. So I think it's next week or a week after. I know it's I know it's coming up soon. Um, and then we also got Ro- uh, Roxanne uh, yeah, come down, down and uh, confront Cora. So we've got two fairly decent women's matches there. Um, I, I, to answer, I'm more into 
Cora and uh, Roxanne. Roxanne and yeah, I, I am too. 100%. Zoe and just a blood feud rather than just a random title match. Yeah, and I actually think Mandy Rose has probably done all she can on NXT now. I, I think maybe well, it's time, this, time this for her to drop thing, the belt with the NXT because now Toxic Attraction dropped the NXT tag titles. I honestly think it was the perfect time to call them up because that tournament was right there. You could have slotted them mm. into that tournament. You could have brought you could have brought them in, or without Mandy maybe to start with. You just mm. have them in this tournament. They have a couple of matches in this tournament, and then when Mandy drops the title, she comes in and helps them at some point on Raw as a surprise call up. Yeah. So I'm not sure why they haven't bothered doing that. I mean, I think man, I agree with you. I think Mandy has done all she can, and she has mentioned recently that she would like to wrestle more on SmackDown again. So. I think it's time now. Well, maybe with the storyline as it is, there is a potential for a toxic attraction to take out them too, like you because said. They, they had a weird um, video package on this show. Yes, and they like rock music, and they led, led, led Zeppelin. And it felt like a reintroduction to them that we didn't necessarily need, but maybe they're going in a different direction. I'm not sure, but it was a bit weird. But yeah, yeah. so was... afterwards we got, after the main event, we got um, a pretty cool move from Zoe Stark. On Mandy lifted the belt up. It was standard stuff. It was all right. I thought this main event was good, but I do think Cora Jade has improved a lot. And she's wrestling yes. as a heel actually suits her quite a lot. Yep. Um, she did a, like a sliced bread. She did a hammerlock DDT. Things that I haven't seen much of her from her before. Um, I thought she she was pretty good in this match. And I like her presentation now more as well. I think. Oh, so so much better. And her promos are way better as a heel. I think. Yeah, it's, it's the best thing to have ever happened to her, I think. At first, I was like confused. I was like, Cora Jade is a heel, but actually, she's she's Mike, she's got kind of like Paige vibes, hasn't she? Yeah, she does. And I think her look is. It's know, like kind of a Paige yeah, AJ Lee cross, crossover, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so she is, really. Essentially, yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that because they're two, they were two great performers, you know, a few years ago when they were around. Yeah, exactly. Um, so just, I might as, might as well just. Tick off the whole women's division here whilst we're um on the women's division. We had Ariana Grace defeating uh Bea Hale on her debut. Bea yeah. Hale on yeah, on her debut they got, got, got called into Chase Hughes' office because she hit her in the eye with a ball or something. I don't know. It's, it's all silly. I mean, Thea Hale is does plays her role really well, but it's all just a bit silly, isn't it? This all, all this stuff. Yeah, and, and this match was set up because Fear Hell gave her a black eye, was it? And then she kind of got revenge here, Ariana Grace. Yeah. It just, yeah, I mean, I just didn't care really about this one. This was, I mean, the, the other two women's matches had sort of a purpose on this show. This was just there. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Was it? it was okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I like the finisher from um, Ariana Grace, actually. The way that, Wade Barrett popped for it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, we had another. Wendy Chu, Tiff, Tiff, Wendy Chu, Tiffany Stratton. Wendy Chu is just like savage here. Yeah, this feud's been going on for a long time, hasn't it? This yeah, one. maybe a little bit too long. For yeah. like mid card, and I, I want to see more from Tiffany Stratton. I want to see her involved um, higher up the card um, in the women's division. But yeah, we got that. I, I think it's just at the moment they've got like Cora Jade just turned heel, and you've got Mandy Rose on top of the division to heel. And I don't think they know what to do with her, so they're just kind of dragging it out a little bit. I think you'll see her go up the card. Maybe, maybe Mandy going up, she could be replaced. Mandy as that kind of that kind of heel at the top of the division. I think that would work. I think maybe that's what they're waiting for. for. Yeah, 
What else did we get? Skip down the page. We got a. Um, oh, oh this, I've just realised oh, what we've got. Go on. Our favourite. It's the next thing on the thing as well. The Rams match. Oh yeah, this was this was a bit of a mess. If I want to say, I did not like this. Why did they wear boxing gloves? Well, because because Trick Williams thinks he's Muhammad Ali, don't he? Basically, and he he's the whole thing has been about him being a boxer because he hit him with a glove, didn't he? Before, yeah. And then just... they did the promo last week. I was worried about this match because I don't like these rounds matches anyway. And then when he made it sound like it was box, I thought they were going to do no wrestling this match. I thought it was literally box, and the crowd were not into this, particularly when they were just boxing. I don't think rounds matches work on weekly TV. I, I just think for the product WWE is, I just don't think they work. They're too they're too long for one to have that constantly. I um yeah, for me, I just don't think they work. But I wonder what I got from this was I wonder whether we're going to start seeing either the end of NXT UK or just. NXT UK and NXT UK to just merge because they've put the NXT UK tag belts on NXT stars and now they're doing rounds matches on NXT. It just feels like NXT UK, all of the things for NXT UK are slowly moving over and we've seen a lot of people move across. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I don't know if you're up to date on NXT UK, but certain superstars might be moving over soon as well. At least the yeah. NXT on the main roster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. So there could there is a lot of movement. I just think we're maybe seeing the end of NXT UK, or we're seeing a merge. We're, we're getting. It does kind of feel like that a little bit. That belts thing was a very strange. I still don't really understand why they did it. To be honest, the tag belts. Yeah, I, I don't really get why. I mean, obviously, I get stars moving over. I think Jordan Devlin was inevitable. I think. Yeah. Ilya Dragunov uh, coming over is inevitable. Like these yeah, guys can't stay in NXT UK forever. Pete people, Dunne, yeah, I mean Nathan Fraser. They've had yeah. a um, kid as well. Pretty deadly a kid. They've had a lot recently. They've had a lot. Recently. I am shocked actually. They haven't done more with women from there. Yeah, I know. they haven't really. That's the one thing they haven't done. Obviously, Kaylee Ray did, and and Doudrop actually. So that is two. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, Mike Samoa surely will at some point. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. And, and Blair Davenport. Yeah, surely her, yeah. So I, I think you've got those two that will, but yeah, it's interesting, actually. You make a good point about it. I'm not sure where it's going. I just thought, why is this match? Like, again, to me, there's nothing in the build-up to this feud that made the rounds match seem to make sense, really. It just... No, and we've been scarred by this before, haven't we? Rounds yeah, matches. I mean, they're, they're not great. I've seen maybe one good one ever. They're, they're really hard to get right, I think. Yeah, I remember um, Tyler Bate having one once that was watchable, but Tyler Bate is great. Yeah, he's Wesley's, Wesley's really good. Don't get me wrong. He did some good stuff in this match, but I just did not like... The thing is as well, like, it was basically a two out of three falls match, but with boxing gloves and timers. Just yeah. do a two out of three falls match if you want to do that. Yeah, that's, that's exactly the point, isn't it? It's, and the thing is as well, I've, you know, I've watched every NXT episode essentially since it started and so i've seen a lot of nx i've seen a lot of these matches i don't know if i've ever seen one go two nil i think they always go one yeah, one then yeah. there's a decider i don't think i've ever seen like there's no variation to the matches and it's almost always almost always first. the person who gets the first fall loses to one yeah almost always yeah. it's so predictable these matches. it is I, I, so I formulaic i just didn't enjoy this match i thought it was a waste of time I, yeah. I get the, the purpose of the feud, 
to get Wesley to beat Trick to go for Carmelo. That's what I think they're heading, right? And Wesley beat Carmelo mm. would be a great match. But I yeah. didn't like the way they, they did it at all. I thought it was nonsense, to be honest. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Carmelo. He um, got challenged by Giovanni Vinci for the North American title yes. at Heatwave, um, which is interesting. And also, like, interesting from Vinci, he basically did what uh, Fraser did to him last week, where he played Fraser's music and then he appeared in the ring. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like that bit. Quite, uh, quite and I really cool. like Giovanni Vinci. I don't think he's winning the title like that. I don't think he's either, but I think it'll be a bloody good match. That will yeah. be some oh, yeah. match. Be a really good Hayes. Match. They're both phenomenal in the ring, aren't they? So that will be brilliant. I think it's actually quite a lot on the show that happens. I'm just looking through and there's so many bits. Well, I think the, the other stuff that was interesting was the diamond mine stuff of Apollo Crews. I thought that was quite interesting. So you had diamond yeah. mine watching back their tag match with Apollo, which they did last week as well. Apollo giving them advice, just being nice to them. Roddy comes in um, and Apollo basically tells them to watch their eight man tag from a couple of weeks ago where Roddy did something. I can't remember exactly what he'd done in that match, but he did something a bit weird, didn't he? To like, not help them. Basically. Yeah, I think he gave like a knuckle duster to one of the D'Angelo um, family or something. Or yeah, and then they watch that. They're about to watch exactly what happened, and then Roddy comes back in later. And it kind of, I think we're leading to the end of Diamond Mine with Roddy now. Um, we are. Although we did get Apollo and Roddy on this show, which seems like a pretty decent match for an NXT. Yeah, 2.0 it was just kind of in the middle of nowhere, wasn't it? You usually, usually have all these developmental stars trying to get. These are two like established stars for NXT going at it. Yeah, standards. so bl- yeah. very good match. Um, it was a really good match. Yeah, and I think actually Apollo Cruz, he has like, he's had no direction so far. I think him leading Diamond Mine in, in kicking Roddy out would be quite a cool direction for him. Yeah. So I'm all for that. Um, yeah. I am too, actually. I, I don't really see what Roddy does from here. Um, I have no idea what his future is. Obviously, he did request his release. It wasn't granted. That was a while back. Whether I want, he's I, I wonder if he's changed, changed his, his mind. mind. He, might have, yeah. I, he might have changed his mind, but he might not have. have WWE, are WWE ever going to grant that release after this storyline's wrapped up? I, I would know. say Triple H is more likely to than Vince was grant his release. Then again, though, he's also more likely to want to stay under Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. Because Triple H might call him up to May Mustard, generally like be like, you can be in the Continental Champion or you can be United States champion. Like it yeah. wouldn't surprise me. So, you know, it, it really depends on the direction and the and the plans. Because I mean Eo Shirai is a prime example of that. She was on her way out, it looked like in, in NXT when Vince, you know, he wasn't interested in her on the main roster, apparently. And then Triple H was like, no, I want you on the main roster. So come on. I, same could happen with everybody, but we'll see. But yeah, there was a good match, wasn't it, between the two, as you'd expect, really. And, and Apollo won completely clean as well, which is, I think, the right option. Oh, point. yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, um, we, we got a bit more from Escobar and D'Angelo. Yes, Again, a few I, this was really been... interesting because Escobar asked for one more match and he said he'll leave NXT if he loses, which I think he will. Yeah, I think... Escobar. I'm ready for main uh, main roster on his own or with Legado. Legado. I'm. I think all of them should go up. I think mm. the tag team division could do with a team like Legado da Fantasma. And I also think, I I think they've built the story well enough here that I think you could legitimately call up Santos and the tag team. I remember um, Ram Mendoza's new name, but Mendoza and Wild Cruz Del Toro. Del Toro, and you could leave Electra Lopez in NXT because she has actually been helping D'Angelo. So That's a good point. I reckon 
I reckon that that is because I, I don't think Electra Lopez is ready for main roster. In, in my opinion, I don't think she's ready. It depends on how if they're going to use her as a wrestler or just like a yeah a spare part. Maybe, maybe. I I personally I'd keep Electra Lopez down and I'd call up the other three. And I think I think storyline wise that would make sense. They could yeah they could definitely make it make sense because she has and, been and, legitimately yeah, helping him. End of the match, Santos loses. He walks out and then the two guys go with him and then Electra Lopez decides to stay with Tony. I, I I think that's that's all. That's a good shout. I that think is that what works. could happen. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Escobar. So I, I would. I mean, I wouldn't be worried under Triple H, but Escobar on his own on the main roster might not be quite as good as calling them up as a faction. And I think the tag di- tag division could do with yeah. Legado, especially their baby faces now. Really, so you call them up as baby faces and do Legado's versus the Usos. Yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's you could even do Escobar and Reigns in that. Like you could. Yeah. I mean, he would never win. But imagine that as like a six-man feud on SmackDown. Like that—that that would be amazing. That, so, would be, that would be amazing. Yeah, I think um, I, I think the time's come for Escobar to move up. I think he's brilliant. Yeah, he is, and, and I think there's a great storyline you can do with Ray as well, um, which I've done on my universe mode. I think you've done the same thing. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Before, yeah, 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 there's so obviously much. stuff you can do there. So if you put him on Raw, you can do that. I think there's so much you can do um, with him. Yeah. I agree. And there wasn't much else, actually. I've just gone through. So I think we've covered no, most of it. There was the Anofi and Blade tag team match. Yeah. The only other thing was deadly. the continuation of the Cameron Grimes storyline where he's kind of, he was talking to Solo Sokoa and he was like, I don't know, he seemed really down. And he was like, you know, that's good for you. He was basically like, good for you, Solo, when he mm. said he wanted to go to the North American title. And then Joe Gacy approached him as he was leaving and tried to sort of imply that he still you know wants him to join and Cameron Grimes ignored him for now I don't know where that's going I don't want him in that group I think I me and Krusty kind of discussed it last week and we mm. we said we'd think he'd be better off not being in that group but I don't know I don't know where it's going yeah I mean I'd rather see Cameron Grimes called up personally I I think I think I said this before I think he said I think he can on, on NXT I don't know what else is left for him so I I would call him up personally um I, I don't know who works in Joe Gacy's group, John. So I think it's well. No, that's that was my kind of argument for it. Was like I don't want to see him called up because I don't like what they've done with Grizzled Young Veterans so far, at all. Yeah, I yeah. mean we haven't seen them wrestle yet. They might they're still going to be good in the ring, but I don't like the characters they've got compared to what they were before when they were. You know, it was Liverpool's number one soon to be. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Zach Gibson was was great, um, and he still is great, but he's not Zach Gibson anymore, is he? He's, Rip Fowler and he's it's a Rip Fowler. He looks what, really weird. Yeah, he, he, um, he, and he, you know, barely says anything. So, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of it at all. The direction from them so far. Nah, I agree. Is there anything else from NXT we should mention? No, we, I, we I've literally up? not got any other notes there. Um, no, no, that's cool. But that's that's essentially no. for for this week. Um, so as I mentioned at the top of the pod, Fisher will be back with an aw review um reviewing three shows rampage dynamite and battle for the belts which was uh last saturday yep um so check out that you can check that out and this on our youtube channel by searching recharge wrestling on youtube a uh, lot of content on there and as you've you know if you've, if you've listened this far you you'll know we've been talking about clash of the castle a lot that's because we'll be going and there will be a a lot of content from us at Clash of the Castle. Yeah. Um, and so, feel free to let us know if you're going. 
yeah, exactly. Let us know. We are more than happy to, 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 I mean, we're always happy to chat to people about wrestling, but, uh, we've already arranged to meet up with a few people, um, at Clash because we're just eager to meet like-minded people. So yeah, we're, 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 we know we're, we're, we're always up for that. So if, if you're going, if, if, if you're just interested in chatting then then get in touch, um, you can do that on Twitter as well by searching for us at recharge wrestle is our handle. Uh, we will be doing a, uh, predictions when we get closer to clash at the castle. So do get involved for, in, in that as yeah. well. Uh, when we get there. Um, but I think that's probably it for us, this WWE review. So we are going to go away and recharge and we'll see you the same time next week. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.